0: Hi, my name's Lucas, the co-host of the show, and before uh, we get this episode rolling, I just wanted to apologize that I did not get this episode up sooner. I was unaware that it was not uploaded correctly, and so I'm re-uploading it today, and everything should be normal from here on out. Thursday is our normal upload schedule, and so be expecting part two of the Star Wars podcast to be uploaded on this Thursday. So we'll see you in a few days, but for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's podcast.
1: Slow crawl over a black screen painted with stars. You were supposed to say a long time ago oh, in a galaxy far, yeah. far away. Let me let me do that again. <laughs> a not so long time ago, in a studio relatively near to you, is the Know Nothing Nerds podcast. <laughs>
0: Start as a Star Wars.
1: If you could not tell, I'm this. so excited. <laughs> uh, you do that much better than me, Mr. Luke. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, uh, we are here doing a Star Wars episode. I am uh, one part of this uh, this piloted Millennial Falcon, uh, Millennium Falcon. Uh, twitch collins and my co-pilot Wookie co-pilot yes i can't do the, the I'm gonna... <laughs>
0: yeah that <laughs> insert Wookie noise here <laughs> hi i'm lucas Lucas,
1: shouldn't i actually be the Wookie because i'm more furrier you're, you're than way you know, way more furrier. furrier than i yeah i'm cool with being han solo i'm cool with being a wookiee i shot first i get you did I get to rip people's arms off. Yeah, so
0: that's pretty good. There we go. Together we make a great team. (laughs) Let's write a book about that or something.
1: Thank you guys for joining us once again uh, for uh, Star Wars Month. This is the official launch of it, you could say. Um, And we are happy that Star Wars is coming. Yes. Um, But first, before we get into that, uh, we want you to know that you can find us on Twitter at KNNerds, Facebook, uh, know nothing nerds um, or you could go facebook.com forward slash know nothing nerds or you could email us at know nothing nerds at gmail you those can indeed. those are the best ways to get a hold of us or you could you know force ghost us like Ooh. if you're if you become one with the force you can communicate with us through only the only if you have
0: enough metachlorian yes oh. only if you have a high enough metachlorian don't count. don't get me angry right now <laughs> that's a story for next week um Which, before you continue okay i just wanted to say i, I wanted to get this off my chest as yes. early as i could so that uh everyone listening at home can understand the weight of this episode i've been looking forward to this conversation since we decided to do a podcast, ooh, Star Wars is my favorite thing in the universe.
1: That's that's awesome. The whole
0: thing ever. The, I've been looking forward out of to this.
1: Everything, yes, even games. games. This comes better out of games. games. Star
0: Wars is better than everything.
1: Well, good news to you, Luke, because this is not the only Star Wars episode that we're doing. What? We are actually going to be doing three episodes, what? including this one. Uh, So this week is obviously the first uh, launch of the Star Wars month. We will be doing episodes four through six um, this week, and then next week will be episodes one through three the the prequel. I will be
0: spending an hour defending myself. Yes, somebody will. Yes, the community tears me apart. I will beat
1: you, beat you to a (laughs) pulp. Yes. Um, And then we will also be doing a special episode. which is talking about the latest installment in the Star Wars franchise, which will be uh, almost said the Force Awakens. Nice. Um, we'll the talk last about the Force we Awakens. will talk about it, but um, we'll be discussing the Last Jedi yes. after Luke and I have both seen it. So,
0: who is the Last Jedi? Is it Luke? I think is it, it might be. Is it Poe?
1: We'll find is it out. Finn.
0: Find out in like two weeks. Yeah.
1: Uh, so um, to kick things off. Luke, how did you, how did you and Star Wars become one?
0: We became one uh, many years ago. Star Wars, I think, was the first like thing I found out about. Okay, and so my brother, my brother went to see Phantom Menace in theaters. I was a, I was a bit too young to see it when it came out in theaters. He went and saw it. He loved it. He came home. Whatever. The turnaround was very slow in 1999. I think Mm -hmm. it was like a year later that it came out on DVD. Maybe even longer.
1: It was probably a little under a year. I would assume it would be a little under a year. Yeah.
0: I I don't really remember, but I remember seeing it on DVD like a week after it came out on DVD. Because we were like walking through a Walmart and my brother was like, Oh my God! Oh my God! It's out on DVD! We gotta go see it! So after I saw that, Phantom Menace was my first exposure to Star Wars. I Mm -hmm. didn't see Four, five, and six until after I saw oh. episode one. Yes, interesting. So that was interesting. It was. It was. I hadn't seen. You know, episode two hadn't come out yet, and episode three certainly hadn't come out yet. So I didn't know about the uh, Luke, I am your father thing. Uh huh. So that was all a surprise to me too. Yeah. But after seeing episode one, I think I just got so into the universe that I was just like ready for whatever. Gotcha. And uh, I started reading books. After I saw *Phantom Menace*, I got *Battlefront* one after it came out. Started playing that a whole bunch. *Battlefront* two, obviously, when that came out. Kept reading books. I have this big, like, *Star Wars* universe thing that is no longer canon, but I knew the whole book by heart. It was like one of those big picture books, oh, okay? Like huge picture books that I would like flip open and read every once in a while. But I, I just adored it, and that was one of the, that was the one thing that upset me when Disney bought *Star Wars*. Is that all that stuff like, is no I was longer like, canon? like, yeah, I get new Star Wars films. It's going to be people who actually know what they're doing, making movies. I was really excited. And then in the back of my head, I was like, yeah, but you also wasted like many, many, many hours reading stuff that isn't real anymore. Yep. And I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> Forgot about the downside. <laughs> but yeah, so then I went and saw episodes two and three in theaters, and it's just blossomed into this thing that to this day... Star Wars has occupied like 60% of my thoughts day to day. So,
1: when did you finally see the originals? Was it after episode one? It was after episode one. Right after episode one.
0: My dad was like, okay, if you want to like this, you have to see yeah. the original. So, he sat me down and we watched those all together. I think we did it in, in one sitting. One
1: sitting? Yeah. Man, I'm shocked your dad didn't just like say, like, no, like, You're not watching episode one. You need to watch. My
0: father is a fan of the prequels, or the yeah, the prequels. Oof, he likes them. He likes one, two, and three.
1: By the silence, you might be able to tell what my (laughs) which side (laughs) of the road I'm on. On that one,
0: biggest fan (laughs) of that. So, but anyway, and you and you, good sir, being as that you're what thirty years older than
1: me, Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Shut up. 10 years older and some change. And some change. Um, so, I, it's weird because my generation um, and before, like, I I didn't get to see the originals in the theater. Like, I was born in 83, so all of them had already been released yeah. by then. But a lot of people in my generation, like, they grew up on Star Wars either because their parents had seen it when they were younger sure. and stuff. Um, and, but... For some odd reason, neither one of my parents, like, introduced me into Star Wars. And for, I don't know, for uh, people that are around your age, if they kind of experience, um, one podcast I listened to you called Hey, Do You Remember? kind of put it very, like, perfectly, which is Star Wars for the new generation was imparted to you by... The previous generation mm. so a lot of people in my age range like they didn't get experience in theaters but because of their family their parents were so in love with it they're like you have to watch this at yeah. a certain age yeah. um so a lot of families so i actually didn't see star wars until like i was middle school high sure. school somewhere around there um but uh I had always loved it. I thought it was great. I thought just the characters were awesome. Um, the, the simplicity of the story. Yeah. Um, and the characters, um, it was just really weird. It was honestly minus, uh, Ghostbusters. It's probably the only real sci-fi film that I was really a fan of back when I was younger. Um, until other movies started popping up, yeah. and then I started getting yeah. more into sci-fi. But actual like space adventure sci-fi stuff, not not a huge fan of. But Star Wars always like fascinated me. I thought it was good storytelling. I thought it was fun. Yeah, um, I thought the use of a lot of things were really cool as far as like practical effects and uh, special effects. So sure, um, but I was not as big of a nerd. Is you so I didn't go out and like collect all the comics or yeah. the figurines. Yeah. Um, although I'm pretty sure I did have some Star Wars figurines uh, from a garage sale.
0: Oh really? Yes,
1: and uh, my grandma would always take us garage sale shopping, and there was this big box of like bunch of action figures, and there was mostly GI Joe figures, and we collected a ton of GI Joe figures. Yeah. But I think there was a few, like, Star Wars figures that were thrown in there. I probably had a few, like, high-priced GI yeah, er, yeah, Star yeah. Wars figures. Had no idea. And now they're, like, gone. I they're in the trash somewhere, probably.
0: Off topic, I feel that way about Pokemon cards a lot. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, I'll go through, like, a little Pokemon phase where yeah. I'll uh, get into it and whatnot. And Yu-Gi-Oh! was the other thing. Every once in a while, I'll get into a little Yu-Gi-Oh! phase. I've, given, I've gotten rid of all my cards. I got rid of them when I was, like... a. Young teenager, mm-hmm. and every once in a while, I will watch those videos. And I'm like, "Fuck, those are worth like nine hundred dollars <laughs> now," and I had like six of them, and I gave them all to like one of my buddies before I moved here. Oh, yeah, and so that that that's kind of crushing sometimes. Yeah. So I can kind of kind of relate to that. For me, it wasn't so like I loved reading the Star Wars books, and I loved watching the movies, and. Doing that but for me what really I think uh nurtured what turned into a lifelong fan of imagination hmm what my, what my buddies and I would do in Massachusetts is we would get together like 16 of us yeah and like create a Star Wars story yeah and like um what what was it called playing house yeah you know when you would just like play pretend yeah that's how we did with Star Wars for like hundreds of hours in a week all we did was just run around with uh, the yellow wiffle ball bats uh uh-huh. and those were our lightsabers yep and we would just like whoa, whoa. yeah whoa. yep we would create star wars stories and the majority of the times they weren't characters from the saga yep they were just people that we made up from either way earlier before um or after but that's what really nurtured it for me was the the imagination that we got from
1: it did did you have a star wars name did i yeah <laughs> yeah what was your Star Wars name?
0: My Star Wars name was Drexel Spur, <laughs> and I was like, "Let's well, shut up." It was su- I was super badass. I was a bad guy, uh-huh. and, uh huh. And I I was like General Grievous esque, yeah, kind of cyborgy. Um, but yeah, I was I was more focused on the bounty hunter, and I kept the fact that I was a Sith away from everyone. That was, like, my big I am your father moment. It was when all my buddies found out that I was actually a Sith, and everyone, like, freaked the fuck out
1: Oh, my God!
0: (laughs) Yep. Awesome. So that was my Star Wars name. Did you have one?
1: I I technically didn't. I never came up with one for myself, except for, like, I saw they have those... Internet things where it shows you how to create your own Star Wars name. Oh, yeah. And I think mine came out to be – give me a second here. Okay. I think it's Kolsha, Kolsha Rira.
0: And the, this was just internet? Generated? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's the uh, – So you got in – You. this is
0: interesting because you got into Star Wars then – Into that side of Star Wars after I did, because I didn't have the internet to make my name.
1: Mm -hmm. No, this is way, way later that, like, after experiencing Star Wars, like, the internet came around. That's fair. And then I saw, like, oh, this is how you make a Star Wars name. That's cool. Interesting.
0: wish I knew those sites existed. Yeah. Well. I'm proud of my name, though. It's a good name. It's a good (laughs) name. It's a good name. Uh, My
1: my buddy Nick, his, his name would be... Weenie Barra, Weenie Barra, yeah, Is Weenie like Barra. Jar Jar Binks character. I have no idea. <laughs> That's just how his name would come out if you did the little test. Um, That's cool. So yeah, um, so let's uh, let's jump into it um, and talk about Star Wars, the yes. the first three films, That's the originals, three. not episodes the ones that pretend to be the the first trilogy.
0: What I'm having a hard time getting used to now is that these are now called the originals. Yes. They're not called the sequels. Correct. Because the sequels are coming out right now. Correct. So we have to call them the originals. Yes. But I still call them the sequels in like Because
1: you're, you're a jackass young buck who doesn't know anything. Who doesn't know anything. I don't know my exactly. place. Exactly. And don't what's funny know is that
0: it, what's funny is that I'm alive in the time that the now sequels are coming out in.
1: Quick question before before we go further. You didn't get to see the originals. What the do you mean? original originals, the ones that, I've seen the original originals. Okay, you've seen the theatrical yeah, the cuts. The ones
0: that are super hard to come, come Yeah.
1: Across. Okay. I was wondering about that cuz mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's no if you saw if your first introduction was episode 1 then there's a good chance that you'd never seen the original theatrical cut. No,
0: that's something that that's something that my dad stands pretty firm on. Is,
1: is that the yeah. ones before 97? I don't know.
0: I don't know the exact dates. Okay. But yeah, whenever he went get back and did the, on that whenever he went back and did the uh, the rerun special effect ones which were unfortunately the ones that I watched. Yeah. for the the, the <laughs> The uh, the the band that sings at Java's Palace in episode. Oh, we'll get I, to that. We'll I, get to I that. I actually kinda like that, uh, we'll, we'll uh, that. We'll talk about that.
1: Killing me, smalls. So episode uh, four. So episode four. The film that was meant to be a flop. Yes. Like nobody had any hope that this would actually get off the ground. Even Lucas himself apparently was, like, ready for it just to be like, well, I put it out there, <sniffs> Yep. it happened to it. Yep. But the amazing stuff happened. Um, Star Wars is created by George Lucas. Um, he is the original story writer. For better or for, for worse. For better or for worse. Um, he is the one that created the universe. So I got to give the guy props for that. Yeah. Um, and he was, uh, he was a very um, promising filmmaker. Um, and he had made uh, a short film when he was in film school called THX, um, which is trippy movie. Um, I've only seen bits and parts of it, but it's trippy as shit. Um, then he also did American Graffiti, which is a great film. Like I, I don't care what anybody says about George Lucas. I think American Graffiti is just a really fun romp of a film. Um, and George Lucas went to film school with some pretty heavy hitters in the industry. Like he went to school with probably one of the biggest heavy hitters. Steven Spielberg was one of his buddies, um, include and also included John Milius, um, uh, Walter Murch, uh, and, um, Francis Ford Coppola. Like he was around people from the seventies that went on like those, that group of people, went on to, like, just revolutionize film. Uh, some f- would say for for the worse, uh, but others would be, like, it was a huge step in Hollywood. Uh, so he was surrounded by very creative people. In fact, they had, like, their own, like, little compounds. Um, Zootopa, I believe, is kind of like the compound where they would help each other on all their films. Um, so... George Lucas, he'd always wanted to create these films, um, and he wanted to do something with Star Wars, apparently, from when he was a younger age. Um, and he was inspired by a whole bunch of different things, Kurosawa films, um, The Hero's Journey, which you know is very present in all the Star Wars oh, films, yeah. but specifically in New Hope yeah. um, in the first Star Wars film. But when he actually wrote the scripts, finished everything, um, all of his friends thought he was crazy and it was going to flop. Like they said, this is going nowhere. Um, and the studio really didn't have much hope in it as well. Like they, they're over budget, yeah, but they had a relatively small budget for what they were wanting to do. And going into it, they had no like thoughts that it was actually going to be sequels. And in fact, in that day, like nobody ever really planned to make a sequel of a film. Right. If they're making a sequel of a film, it just meant that the film was terrible in the <laughs> most parts. Yeah. Um. So he uh, he created created the film, and a lot of stuff that was in the film was wasn't planned for like what would be considered canon for the future films. Yeah. So that's why we get a lot of things in there, which we're kind of having to make sense of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the fact of, like, even going into, like, uh, Empire, like, that huge long kiss between Leia and Luke, like, it di- it didn't come out that, like, she was his sister until Return. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really... There's some continuity issues yeah. with the films. Like, there's no doubt about it, but... Um, but one of the big things is that Lucas has kind of always stated that, like, this has always been the plan. Uh, clearly, oh, it's a from, good George Lucas it was, impression. It yeah. was, I'm Very glad. Good. I'm glad. Uh, I've been working on it all week, be Had here been. all week, folks. Yeah. Um, he uh, he said that he'd always planned this out to be this way. I, I kind of want to call bullshit on that, yeah, because. There was no guarantee that Star Wars was going to be the success it was. There was no guarantee that it was going to have a sequel. Nobody in their right mind was like going to greenlight a sequel for a sci-fi film. Yeah. like They figured it would just go in the trash heap with all the other sci-fi stuff that had been in the past, like Flash Gordon, Lost in Space.
0: And no one saw the 40 years later we would still be talking about it. No, no, one would be coming out.
1: No, 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 no idea. Yeah. No idea. Um, but what happened was they made the film, they put it out there and it was a gold mine. Yes. People just kept coming back to buy tickets. Yeah. It was so popular. It made over, I think in total, it made over $300 million. Um, I think that was domestic. Uh, but if you're to change, if you're to, adjust for inflation. Yeah. It's the second highest grossing film of all time. Yeah. It's it's just behind Gone with the Wind.
0: And it's definitely created the biggest fandom in history.
1: Correct. Like I would I would definitely put it up where up there as um being the first potentially the first thing to ever garner such fandoms yes like yeah such a big fandom as it did
0: and it started as something that was supposed to flop yep it's insane
1: and you know we we nowadays you know you can't you can't run into a person that doesn't know about star wars there yeah. might be people that don't know like have never seen the they films seen it but they know but it. they know of it yeah you could say a character and like oh yeah i heard somebody talking about this han solo character like han shot first
0: Having the name Luke, yeah. Oh, everywhere I go, say, dropping names is is another introduction to Star Wars that, for whatever reason, and it's because of George Lucas, has not gotten old to
1: me. Gotcha. Every
0: time someone says Luke, I father. I'm like, hell yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it?
1: So do you do you have uh, uh, visions of grandeur for your future, taking over the Empire? Oh, becoming a Jedi. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I'm
0: okay with co hosting a podcast gotcha. and working a job and
1: Gotcha. Just being me. You don't want to be one with the force? No. You're like, leave that to the other guys. <laughs> leave that to the other Lukes out there.
0: <laughs> I'll leave that out for the other Lukes, yeah.
1: Um so this this crazy thing has been created. Um one other cool thing is uh the first the first movie, Star Wars A New Hope which originally was just Star Wars. Yeah. There was no colon title for yeah. it.
0: It wasn't called Episode 4. <laughs> no, it wasn't called Episode 4. <laughs> God dang it.
1: Um, but uh, it's the only Star Wars film to receive a Best, best Picture nomination in the first sci-fi film to ever be nominated. Dang. For Oscar. I didn't know that. Like crazy. What about Seven? Seven? Wasn't Seven nominated for a shit ton of things? Episode 7? Oh, maybe. Like, uh, I don't know if it was for Best Picture, though. That's fair. But out of, like, all of this yeah. might be from the, the source that I got might have been an old source.
0: It certainly wasn't Episodes 1 through 3.
1: <laughs> certainly, certainly not. They certainly were
0: not <laughs> nominated for anything. I remember when I was um, but a wee lad, I, when I first started getting into watching, like, the Grammys and, uh-huh. and the Emmys and things like that, I was like, Star Wars 1 through 3 didn't, like, even get nominated for anything.
1: <laughs> How come they haven't won any awards? Are you trying to be Yoda over there or something? No, that's just a boy. That's You're just, just being a boy I, just, with a very old man's voice. <laughs> that's just young Luke.
0: That's just what I sound like.
1: So do you sound younger the older you get, apparently? Yeah, pretty Voices much. voice just gets squeakier. It's a reverse. <laughs> reverse. Benjamin
0: Button. <laughs> Benjamin Button. That, that movie is about my voice. So... People, people have gone from thinking that George Lucas is, has spearheaded an empire of fantastic empire, obviously, pun intended, Yeah, uh, spearheaded this thing that has turned into what it is today. Mm-hmm. And then other people think that he also spearheaded the fall of its popularity. Yeah. What kind of in, – in heavy, heavy quotes – ruined star Wars with episodes one through three and what he did to episodes four five and six. Yeah. But changing the artwork and everything like that. But regardless of how you look at it, regardless of what side of the fence you're on, whether you love George Lucas or hate George Lucas or love the prequels or hate the prequels, he's started something that we're talking about in 2017, almost 2018. Yep. And probably will be for a lot longer. And, the world of it just keeps getting bigger. Yes. And I think that that's something worth noting is that, you know, it it was talked about in one of the documentaries that we watched, the people versus George Lucas or George Lucas versus the people. I don't
1: people versus George Lucas.
0: George Lucas. He kind of started off as a guy who, you know, was anti-establishment and wanted to take (laughs) down the man and then became the very thing that he was against at the beginning. But, can you blame him when something got so popular so quickly? Yes, you can. Well, yes and no. He could have relinquished control of it. Have you started a like multi-zillion-dollar thing that lasted forty years? But
1: it was the greed. I would go somewhat as far as to say, like he saw how many how much dollar signs were like in front of everything, and he was like, kind of kind of hard to like not. You know, put some of that in my pocket. Who wouldn't? I totally would. I probably would too, but at the same time, like he, this might be a different conversation, but like he, he'd always wanted to be a filmmaker. Yeah. And he stopped kind of being the, he stopped kind of being the filmmaker that he started out to be. He sold out. And became a producer. Yeah. more than anything else, yeah. which is not bad. I'm not on the guy yeah, for doing sure. it and stuff like that. But he could have taken a different direction. Um, and some of his uh, friends, like I think it was was uh, Francis Ford Coppola that said something to the effect of him, uh, by becoming so enveloped in Star Wars, he kind of lost out on the chance of making the films that he wanted to make. Because he didn't want to continue on making these, uh, I guess, merchandise-heavy, like, tentpole movies. He wanted to make stuff that, like, actually said something more than just like, here, buy these toys. Yeah. Um, and fortunately, some of the Star Wars films, I would say, the prequels, were just big freaking toy advertisements. Yeah for the most part. Yeah, and we'll talk we'll talk about the prequels next week. But, but like to your original point, um with George Lucas created this thing that we're still talking about today and with that being said, the creativity behind the fans of it is insane. Like if anybody has perpetuated the the uh Star Wars machine, it's the fans themselves. Yes. Yeah, and that's the point that so, I try to make is that... So, yes, you are correct. It's the fans' fault. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's like, I don't, it's victim-blaming. It's almost. hard.
0: It's hard. But I think there's a great point made in the documentary, and it's something that I believe in heavily even before seeing that documentary, is that it's weird to see when not liking something becomes popular.
1: Yes. And yeah.
0: I guarantee you that a lot of people say that they don't like the prequels because their friends don't and because it's not worth an argument by saying that they do like them because they really don't know why they do. You know what I mean? Well, I, could, I can't pinpoint down why I like the prequels.
1: Okay. They're not good movies.
0: They really aren't. But they are fantastic Star Wars stories, I think. Okay. In this my is, opinion. This is
1: an argument for next week. Again, an argument
0: for next week. <laughs> Regardless it's but it's all created by episode 4 and George Lucas. Correct. And I I don't know how much I can thank him for that. I
1: you know like in if there's anything to be said about it like Lucas deserves all the thanks in the world for creating this machine, like I will not Like, he deserves the praise for that and stuff. And I give him props for finally stepping back from the machine. Yeah. And letting the reins be pushed, put over to somebody else. People who know Um, him. But he kind of lost. We'll go into this a little bit. As time went on with the films and everything, and with his, like, with what he was trying to do. it felt like he kind of lost his way with things and it started when he decided he, he went and changed up the originals. I think is really when the big problem started to happen. Um, and he, he's been, he said many times before that this was the original vision of it. Now I have a chance with technology to to finish the vision that I actually had for it. Well, there's a big argument of where where who art really belongs to does it yeah. uh, does it belong to the person that created it or does it belong to the people that it was given to essentially post having it been given to us correct so i i'm kind of a believer that once you put it out into the ether it's now everybody's opportunity to interpret it the way that they see it. That goes with music, that goes with film, that goes with books, writings, poetry, stuff like that. I think that you as an individual can interpret it the way that it fits into your life. Right. Now, you might take it to the deep end and go very far from what I, as a creator of it, was trying to portray. But at the same time, I can't fault you for interpreting it in that way. Right. In some instances, there's Catcher in the Rye, um,
0: they didn't rewrite that every year. Correct. To to help with the to help stay with the times correct. or make
1: an endless movie or book, yep. or, you know. So I, when he went ahead and changed a lot of the details, like I can't fault him for like wanting to like give it a crisper, clearer look, like because film does degrade after time. So him going through and, like, retouching up stuff, uh, making it so it's widescreen, the aspect ratios fit better, uh, making it to where colorization isn't faded. Those um, are all great stuff, Great decisions. But when he takes a lot of the footage and then recuts it to something else or adds in new effects. Or a new band. Or a new band, which he did in Empire or Return, which Return. Uh, it's – that is where it feels like he's kind of overstepping a bounds yeah. in some ways um, to 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 an extent because i feel very much so that filmmaking of all the art forms is an extremely collaborative piece yeah um, i agree i don't think film is down to one single person i think that film is a is a product that is made made by committee yeah it's made by a group of different people so they're all artists in their own rights the person that puts on the makeup all the way um from like the person that puts up the make puts their makeup on goes out and acts on screen to the person that is hauling around the explosions for the uh Explosion of the Death Star. Like yes. The people that are setting the charges and stuff like that. They're all artists on that film. They're to, all creators on yes, that film. Yes, to
0: take the hours away that someone spent on a practical effect and make it digital.
1: Feels like you're cheating them. Yeah, exactly. When the practical effects in the original was was, was good better. enough. Better in some instances. More, with,
0: more more believable in a yeah. sense. Because w- when you think of the the technology used in whatever, 96 or whatever we said it was used in wasn't that great no you know no so i mean the the 2011 reboot that they did of the special effects that's a little more
1: impressive yes but still it's not the original it's not the original and i would i would have i would probably have zero qualms with lucas doing the edits that he did if you, if you were to release, like, the theatrical version right. on top of it. Right. I'd probably have zero qualms. would be like, it'd just be it be a director's cut. Like, that's what it is. Totally. It's a director's cut. You you have your own preference. There's plenty of films out there that have been recut, re-edited and stuff. But the original film, the theatrical release that was put out there to the masses to begin with, has always been out there, available for yeah. the most part. Yeah. So to deny people access to... The one that they fell in love with, the yes. one that they yes. drew their inspiration to do all this other stuff. That's that's a sin to me. That's a I agree. cinema sin to I me. I agree. A cinema sin. Yeah. Do you watch them? No, I don't. Okay. Good good YouTube channel. Um I I
0: I really want to keep going on that, yeah. but I want to expand on that next week yes. as well. Because I think that the prequels have a lot of weight in that whole debacle. Yes, they do. So I want to save a little bit of our energy for that. Um, you have an interesting—I don't want to say theory, but an interesting thought about um, Empire in its place in the trilogy. And you, I, I interesting. Want to hear it. I want to hear it because <laughs> I—I—I I believe you, but I want to hear
1: why. Because I don't—I don't go around saying that Empire is the best. So. What Luke is alluding to, in my opinion, this is my opinion, and then I know for sure for many others out there um, that I believe Empire is the best of all the Star Wars films that are currently out there, um, and it's one of the one of the reasons why I believe that. One, it is it's the fruit of A New Hope. Um, I believe that. With that success that George Lucas was like, even though he went on vacation during the premiere because him and Spielberg thought it was all going to flop, um, it was it was him saying like, aha, type thing. So when Lucas came back to um, start doing Star Wars 2, uh, the screenwriters along with him and stuff like that, they came up with the... The new story, kind of like the real, I would say real true beginning to the franchise, like going further, because it's going to take stuff from Star Wars Episode four and push that into where the rest of the story goes on from there. So I think that from kind of a theoretical place, the the true story and the direction of where everything goes starts to flow from. Empire Strikes Back, in my opinion, because Star Wars: A New Hope was a self-contained film. Yeah, like there was no like cliffhanger or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, they defeated the Empire. They blew up the Death Star. Like now, the Rebels have a fighting chance Good. to win. We don't need to see. We we could we could technically go without. go without seeing yes. another film because yep. everything's closed. Yeah. Um. So. They come back, and the other thing that I think was uh, kind of a strength to it is that, um, and this also goes along with the strength of what made uh, A New Hope so great is that um, with people that were saying, telling Lucas, like, hey, maybe you should try and do it this way instead of everybody saying, like, whatever you want, Lord Lord, Lord Lucas. Lucas. <laughs> um, people push back on him. And with Empire, it was a new director. Yeah, it wasn't Lucas directing the film. Yeah, so Crenshaw is the guy that directed Empire. He was able to take what Lucas had created and like put his interpretation into it, um, and his um, uh, it, his abilities. And I I think that Irvin Crenshaw is a has done a great job with directing films like. He's done RoboCop, and I think RoboCop, even though it's kind of.
0: <laughs> it's RoboCop. It's RoboCop, <laughs> but I still
1: think it's a great, great film series. Yes. Um, minus the very, the reboot. God, that thing sucked, but <laughs> um, so bad. Um, but that be besides the facts, um, it gave new interpretation, which somebody able to tell the story in a different light. I also think that while Vader was a badass in New Hope, like I thought he was great, he was even more of a badass in Empire. His his badassness peaked at Empire. Yes. Um, he was a force to be reckoned with. He was the man in charge at that point. And he was running the show. And he was running the show. In the previous film, he was just like, he was the attack dog. Like he yeah. was the one that the emperor, emperor like sent to to finish the job. He, he
0: was still apprenticing, if yep. that's a word. He was apprenticee. Apprenticee. Or apprentice. He was an apprentice still? He was in apprenticeship Okay. Okay. Something to that effect. Poly-isms.
1: Um and I also think that it also helped us understand um the roles that people would play a little bit further, a little bit more. Um, It furthered the role between Han and Leia and really showing that arc of him becoming a different person. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, Han is most loved because he he is this, like, scumbag character with a heart. Yeah. But in New Hope, he was, like, 80% of the time, he was just, frickin' scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, like, totally. he's doing it for money. He's kind of a Fuck douche. everything else. Yeah, he's sort thing. Of douchey. But this time, we get to see him still be like that, you know, that scoundrel of a character. Yeah. But he's doing it, he's putting that energy in a new way. Yes. So we get to see a different side of Han. The same thing with Leia, we could see her being more strong and more badass. yeah. yeah. So I think that those are a lot of the reasons why it makes, for me at least, Empire the superior of the films. Yes. Um, and also the tragic, like it was a tragic film. Like we really get to see the team, see what happens to the team when they really get beat. Yes. And uh, yeah, uh,
0: they, they, they're coming off of this kind of tough, tough break and you see them come together and there's so much at stake mm-hmm. in, in episode five. Yep. Way more so than in episode six. Correct. May I? Yes, you may. The last point I wanted to make today is that episode six is so fucking boring.
1: (laughs) I would disagree with you, but. (laughs) It is
0: such a boring movie, Twitch. Oh, my God. All right. So I I have a lot of gripes that I have written down that I'd like to take the next few minutes to get off of my chest. Number one. Han Solo is so boring in Episode Six. He does nothing. He he literally hands off the Millennium Falcon uh, at the end uh, to Lando because he doesn't want to fly it anymore. He's like totally not really playing his part. He's just kind of there. Okay, he like assembles this ragtag team to go to Endor, and that whole scene's super cheesy as fuck too. <laughs> um, Leia, yeah, Leia and Han are are just really dull, and they changed a lot since Episode Five in a bad way. Okay, Luke changed a lot too, but it's understandable because of the path that he's on. Uh huh. Luke's changes you can kind of relate to. Leia and Han just kind of get boring. I'll let, I'll let you finish
1: spewing your hate. And then let me I'll... finish. <laughs>
0: The movie is boring. Episodes four and five are thrilling. They have things at stake. There's a big war going on. All of this good, good nonsense. Episode six has nothing truly crucial going on. Um, A third, a literal third of that movie is spent with Care Bears. (laughs) (laughs) An entire third of the movie is them having a sleepover with bears? Twitch, do you realize that? I know. What people, is exciting about sleeping over with bears? I know bears? people
1: shit on the Ewoks so much, but I do like the Ewoks. The
0: Ewoks are great. I don't need a third of a movie with them, though. Especially the last one in a trilogy. It's supposed to be the most intense, and they spend like forty-five minutes doing nothing when they were sent to that planet to do a mission. They had shit to do, and they just—they just. They just had a feast. <laughs> they just had a feast. It was so dumb. When Luke m- met with Vader, it was just awkward. I was hoping for, like, a really intense scene uh, of, like, bitter distaste. I wanted to leave fired up. I wanted uh, to leave ready for that final fight between them. But I ran into my ex this weekend and it was less awkward running into her than it was watching that scene of Star Wars. I promise you that. Um, there's like 30 minutes of epic stuff that happened, and the majority of it is the final fight. Yeah. And and again, it's like five stars out of five stars. It's amazing, but it's 30 minutes out of a two-hour and 16-minute movie.
1: It's because Lucas put in new new stuff. It's I'm, because he put I'm in. I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding.
0: Ewoks, and they jerked each other <laughs> off for. 35 minutes. All right. And. Wow. This rant's going to go. I told you. Han's Han's rescue mission isn't really exciting, nor should it have worked at all. And let me break it down for you. This is, this is verbatim what happened. I watched the scene. I wrote all this down from the scene. Oh, awesome. Luke sends th- uh, 3PO and R2 to send a bargain for Han's life, gifting the droids to Jabba as well. Jabba's like, nah, but he keeps the droids anyway. So he sends Leia in, disguised as a bounty hunter, to collect a bounty on Chewie uh, and threatens him with a a thermal detonator, which, again, Jabba's like, apparently a super smart guy. So Jabba's like, okay, blow us up and we all die and you get no money. She then stays over the night uh, to thaw out Han, only to get herself captured as well. Now everyone... Uh, except for Luke is captured, so Luke goes in to the palace alone, uh, steals a gun and tries to shoot Jabba. Uh, gets sent into the pit, has to fight a Rancor, then only to get caught as well. Jabba says kill them all and take them to the Sarak pit. Uh, okay, so that all had to happen for Luke's crazy plan to work. Why didn't he just—why didn't just Luke go in with his lightsaber and chop them all up? Because that's what he does in the end anyway. It would have saved so much stress if he had just gone in there and cut some bitches up. Why didn't he let C-3PO in on the plan? Because he was completely oblivious to the whole thing. And, you know, having that kind of a droid sent on there the whole time. What if they had put a restraining bolt on R2, making him not able to throw the lightsaber to Luke? And then they all would have gotten eaten. How did Luke know that, they would, that Jabba would capture them all and keep them alive? Like, what reason does Luke have to believe that this big badass wouldn't just kill all these criminals? <sighs> I think I have a little more left in me. <laughs> this is angry. Oh, and my last thing is Boba Fett dies like a bitch. He, he gets does. killed by Han Solo on accident.
1: Boba Fett is, one, is, okay, Cool, cool costume, bro. That's about all I got for for him. He gets killed by Han Solo on accident.
0: <laughs> and that is my issue with episode six. I love the movie. It's just boring for a, a pretty big portion of it. So
1: my counter arguments to you. Yes. It's the force, bro. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> okay. Whatever, I don't have it, so I don't if, know how it works.
1: I, that's more of a joke than being real and stuff. But if you look at it this way, I'm I'm arguing for the the force nerds out there, the Jedi nerds. Yes. So Luke foresaw what was going to happen between Jabba and him. Yeah. So that's how he was able to plan all that stuff out. Okay, but again, why not skip the middleman and just go in with the lightsaber? Because and him all up? being a part of the Jedi side of the Force, he wants to give opportunity for logic and reason. Doesn't want to outright murder somebody. If he somebody can in see into blood, the
0: future, how come he can't see that that shit's just not going to fly? Because he's got to give somebody, he's got to
1: give you the opportunity. He's not. He's not. You mean like, George Lucas needs twenty minutes of screen time? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it was good. Like I'm not from a film. I'm guy not saying perspective. it was bad. So I'm just saying. It could have been like I do. I do. I do agree with you that like the plan was redonkulous. Like they could have. That totally movie could done have been an hour and a half and exciting as shit. Agreed. I, there's a lot of stuff that's in there <laughs> yes. that could have been cut out. And honestly, to be perfectly honest with you, so I've probably haven't until I recently watched. I haven't watched uh, Return of the Jedi and probably over. Seven years almost ten probably. Okay. And when I watched it again this week to prep for the episode, I honestly don't remember eighty percent of it. Really? Like honestly, I was like, all right, I know the key parts happen. Uh uh the the pit. I remember Luke doing a little acrobatic thing. <laughs> Ex Machina. Uh <laughs> I remember Han Solo getting out of the carbonite. Uh, I remember the Ewoks and them having a camp, camp out. Slumber I, party. I remember Luke meeting with the Emperor and then Vader throwing Emperor over the side. Yeah. And then dying. How do you forget that? And then I remember back at the Ewok camp, they're all like having, they're like their party celebration again. Yeah. Like I remember all that stuff, but like all the parts in the middle like I was like, "What in <laughs> the <laughs> what is, is this?" Happening? And especially when it came to the uh the freaking uh scene uh when Jabba is uh having uh the girl dance worm and everything, like that was the all band and stuff. I was like, "Where wait, That was all reshot recently. Really? Yeah. He reshot all that. Cause it was just like I don't remember that at all, and I was so annoyed by it. They even have it. They they had a different green lady. Really?
0: Yeah. That's fucking funny. Yeah. So so that's my those are my issues with episode six. Love it. Love Star Wars. Love every Star Wars that's ever come out. That one just got a little boring at some points. So that gla- being said so it was episode one 2 I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> boring as shit. <laughs>
1: Holy crap. Oh, you you think your rant was bad.
0: <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited for next week.
1: Next week? Oh Twitch is gonna go off Twitch on is Mr. Lucas.
0: Alright. Let's transition.
1: Alright. So now we've discussed Star Wars episodes four through six. Um, we have our we have our loves, we have our hates towards um, things. A lot uh, of love. A lot of love. A lot of love for it. But now we we have to test our retention from watching these films. I'm um, not super excited. Neither am I. I'm yeah, a little I'm nervous a little, I'm going a little into nervous this. For sure. Uh, so we we based our quiz, the Know Something quiz, off of episode three. Nice one. We we based our Know Something quiz up off of episode six, Return of the Jedi. Yes. So all our questions will be coming off of that. Um, and right now I'm sitting at nine, and Luke is sitting at two. Indeed, I am. Very so, impressive start. Of I'm the month pretty happy A. with the with the start. Makes me feel confidence ish. But fact that you're Mister Star Wars way more. Even though I'm older, you're way more into Star Wars than I am. So. Yeah, but I, I'd say I'm super confident for next week.
0: Oh, oh I'm God. not quite as confident for this one because episode 6 is probably the one I've seen the least out of every Star really? Wars. Yeah. Okay. It's probably the one that I've like as far as lore is concerned and uh-huh. because of everything that I just yelled at you guys about I, I, I kind of don't really actively partake in that film but anyway.
1: So you have the floor. Good I sir. have the floor. Yes. Alright. So. Okay. Uh, what does Luke Say that the emperor's weakness is, and what does the emperor say Luke's weakness is?
0: Uh, the emperor's weakness is his overconfidence, and Luke's weakness is his belief in his friends. <sighs> you suck. <laughs> that's my emperor's laugh. It's a pretty that good that? one. It's yeah, pretty that's good. <laughs> that's not bad, is it? All right, here's your two parter What was the bounty offered for Chewbacca?
1: Uh it was You don't have to
0: say the currency cuz I don't know if they use credits. Uh
1: she wanted 50,000. He was willing to give 25,000 but then he pushed it up to 35,000. Nice. Yeah. I almost
0: said no but I didn't remember him saying 25,000. Yeah. I just remember the 36. Or the 35. 35. Nice done. Woo! 12 Woof. to 5. God damn it. Woof. This doesn't work if you get them all right too. It's...
1: Okay. Um, my next two are story related. Uh, where does Jabba take Han and Luke and Chewie to die? Han and oh, the um,
0: his secret trap with the r- r- Raycor. Raycor. No, 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 no.
1: Han, Luke, and Chewie. Where does he take them to die? What is the name of the place that he takes them to die? What do you mean? The name of the place that he takes the Luke Jabba takes Luke Han and Chewie to, to die to set to to kill him off
0: the the pit.
1: What's the name of the pit?
0: I I said it earlier, which is what's terrible about this. Um, the Sarkin pit.
1: No, you're thinking Sarlacc pit, but that's Sarlacc no. Pit. The it? name of it is The Pit of Carcoon, where the Sarlacc lives. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten
0: that. Are you fucking kidding me? Jeez.
1: <laughs> I was so nervous. Okay, so here's here's a little funny thing for you. Funny fact. So I watched part of it with uh, subtitles on. I can't remember why. You bitch. No, 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 no. There was something in there that I was like, I, I wanted to, like, re-hear it because I was like, did I hear that right? Well, I noticed that they subtitled what Jabba says. Yeah. But is not interpreted. Yeah. But they don't do that. Like, they don't show the actual subtitles. The one that I
0: watched didn't have Java subtitles.
1: Yeah. So, like, if you put closed captioning on it, it has subtitles for what Java says in some of the parts where he doesn't have somebody interpreting it. So, you have
0: to watch the one with... No,
1: no, no, no. That's what I was afraid of. I was like, when I realized I was like, oh, shit, I can't use that question. And then I went back and watched it again. And I was like... Wait, C three PO is here. Please say it. Please say it. Please say it. Please say it. And he does say it. Like C three PO. Like, All right. translated All right. that part where there it says go. the Dune Sea is where they take him to the Pit of Carcoon, where the Sarlacc lives.
0: Nicely done. Woo! Very fair.
1: Yes, very fair.
0: Down on Endor. Okay. Leia gets shot. Yes. Okay. She says something that pays homage. To an earlier episode of Star Wars to Han Solo. What is it?
1: Oh, uh. Wait. Is this when she's they're at the door guarding it, guarding the door? She's just been shot. Okay. Uh Han Solo says, I love you, and she says, I know. Very good. That was one of my questions. Ha ha! <laughs>
0: So you're up to 15 now. Nine yes. Five. 10 points behind you. Yes. You're taking a commanding lead. Yes. Right very impressive. Eat it, Luke. I will. Just like I ate my Thanksgiving dinner.
1: Uh-huh. Oof, that's that's, that's <laughs> too that <soon>. hurts. That's <laughs> too, too soon. soon. <laughs> All right, so it's now my turn. It is now your turn. Okay, last question. Who is the first person killed in the film? Oh, man. That's such a cheap shot. I don't know. The green dancing lady.
0: Really? Yeah. She's the first person She's killed? She's the first that, person killed
1: by the Rancor. Interesting. <laughs> I figured that'd be a le- little less of a cheap shot than my uh, the other question that I had. What was the other one? <laughs> the other one that I have was... What is the color designations for the wing fighters Lando leads into the attack on the new Death Star? Red, gray, green, and blue? Close, yet you, you the the last one was gold, which gold. was Lando's color designation. Very not racist color. Yeah. So, that would have been my last question so that but that doesn't Dang. count. All
0: right. Why did Palpatine not have the Star Destroyers attacking during the final battle?
1: Over the Death Star. Uh, it was to it was to show Luke that he had no chance. No, that wasn't really
0: explicitly said. It's implied. No idea. It's their their purpose is to make sure that the uh, what's left of the Rebel Alliance doesn't escape. Oh, okay. That is explicitly said.
1: Got it. All right. So this is the end of this week. Questions. I'm at 15. Luke is at five, five. Yes. I'm so happy right now. I'm
0: coming back. Swinging next. week. Oh,
1: I gotta, I gotta look for everything that I can in that. I'm going to, I'm going to write down everything that I can glean from that film. We're not going to use notes. Like, it's still going to stick with that. But I'm just going to write down everything and, like, study the shit (laughs) out of that (laughs) and have it all memorized. Best of luck to you, sir. Ah. Next week's going to be an interesting one uh, because, like, Luke had his rants. I'm going to have my rants as old school originals are the best. Um, conversation next
0: week. Now, let me clear my chest before next week happens. I am by no means saying that the prequels are better. I will never say that. But the Prequels not- aren't better than, like, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I do not hate them. That's what I'll say right now. Okay. That's the only time I'll say it.
1: Uh, so as always, guys, fact check us. Um, we are a podcast that is called Know Nothing Nerds, so, which means that we're constantly striving to learn more, and you can help us do that by fact checking what we say. Uh, if you guys come across something that we've said that is like factually wrong, that is blatantly wrong, um, like if we were to say that the Millennium Falcon had like, a that hyper it ran the
0: Kessel Run in like thirteen parsecs? Are you fucking joking? Sure,
1: that whatever that was. That's been one of my questions. I'm not. Well, shut up. <laughs> uh, I'm not that big of a nerd. Um, if if we say something that is wrong, fact check us. Hit us up on our Twitter or Facebook page or email. Um, know nothing nerds. Uh, then wh- whoever is fact checked will lose two points. Um, if that fact check is. Is legitimate.
0: Keep in mind that has the potential to put Twitch lower than me. So just be thinking no, about no, no, that. No, as no, the next no, no, no. Just, just drop
1: on. Luke <laughs> as many points as you can.
0: <laughs> I want to win three months in a row, baby. No, 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 no. Hat cannot trick. happen again.
1: <laughs> so, um, and with that, we'll also let you guys know what the challenge is for that week. And along with that, we will have our challenge episodes, the special bonus episodes, up soon. Um, we I just gotta get. Like th- what? I
0: was thinking we do like three at a time.
1: Okay. So um, <laughs> we'll. One we'll, set of three. We will let you know how that's going to pan out here soon. Um, but until next time, may the force be with you. And, and yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I uh, <laughs> and You can't end it, it after that.
0: <laughs> and also.